God. In, in order for me to be used, I have to be broken. What am I? Um, a, an egg. Yep. Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, let's talk about some movies, man. Nate, I'm sorry. I got that one too quickly. I feel bad now. Can we still be friends? Damn it. All right. Is he still thinking about it? it... Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Oh. An egg. Yeah. Fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. All right, cool. All right. All right. That makes sense. All right. Wow. Yeah, um, I had to think about it. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I'm glad you <laughs> no. got it. Thanks for, uh, you know, clicking on this video. It's about time. Um, it's been about a month, and we're not doing our typical formula. Today we're going to be talking about our top ten movies of 2019, as well as some honorable mentions and a little bit of a stinker. Oh, so, we are? Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, if you, don't, if you guys don't mind, uh, we're going to jump right into it. And Spencer, we're going to put you on hold until the end. Uh, Nate is going to start us off. Oh. All right, go ahead. I'll just pour a little glass of whiskey. Do you want the uh, stinker first or my honorable mention? Um, why don't we go for the honorable mention? We'll save the stinker for last. We'll end on a on a sour note with this entire video. Okay, so the honorable mention I am going to go with is going to be Ari Aster's Midsummer. Ooh. Mm. Just interesting, thought-provoking, very odd, and just, it's weird to make something creepy in the middle of the daytime, and I thought it was really, really well done. So, yeah. I, I liked Hereditary a little bit more. Oh, of course. Okay. Two completely different movies. Gotcha. I did, too. I don't think I fully recovered from Ad Astra for at least a week, because that movie just mind-fucked me. Is that your pick? Is that your way of transitioning? No, that was me oh. talking about it. Wait, did I say Ad Astra? Yeah, yeah. you just I said Ad Astra. Say, all right, I meant to say Midsummer. I thought that was just your way of like sneakily like transitioning to your topic, nope. but that okay. was just me being a total idiot. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, but I'll go ahead and give my honorable mention, and that is extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Really? Yes. What? Because if we're only going to talk about one, I think that is one that's absolutely worth talking about. Just because I doubt very many people saw it. It was probably you know, popular for about a week, and then people moved on with their lives. But Zac Efron and Lily Collins Collins were really good in the movie, and I <laughs> just loved diving into the mind of whatever his name was. <laughs> Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. It was Don't you pretty, mean I was gonna, I was going to – shut up. I was going to say Jeffrey Palmer, <laughs> but I just – I just – I names escape no me. get that. I know. And let, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a Netflix one. It was all right. I thought it was a little lifetimey, but shut the fuck up. Lifetimey. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It played it, played it safe. You bet. I'm gonna be honest. Sticker of authenticity right there. Lifetimey. All right, Spencer. What's your honorable I hate mention? That critique so much. That's an awful critique. The lighthouse. The lighthouse. Yeah. Mm. It's gorgeous. It's amazing performances. It's. It's a great movie. I've been wanting to watch it again, but uh, uh, I just haven't had the time to to rewatch it. But it just missed the top ten. Yeah, just same for me. Mm. Yeah, but I loved one. it. And I thought it was awesome. It feels close to home because we're from a state with a lot of lighthouses. And we also had a run-in with an evil seagull. We did. We did. Yeah. Um, that's a story from for another that time. Met like, a similar that's, an, fate. that's an entirely different podcast, but I would like to talk about that sometime. I bring it up yeah. with just about every new person I meet, by the way. I'm not surprised. Yep. <laughs> Neither right. am I. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Uh, we're going to give our top 10 of 2019. That's so should we just go one, one each until all the way down? What? Yeah. yeah I, 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 don't, I don't really see any other way of doing it. Like, yeah. Okay, some people go like 10 through 6, and then 5 through 2, and then reveal the 1 all the way. But no, I, I think 1 No, one I'm, I'm not Christian Harloff, okay? Jesus, oh, just doink. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right, Anyways. Um, Nate, number 10. My number 10 is the animated film How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Oh my god, a sequel. Hmm. Hmm. 
You can elaborate. Uh, anything? Oh, did we lose him? Oh, no. Huh? I, I oh, thought sorry. You, yeah. you cut out right after you said the title. <laughs> Should we no, just I was waiting for a reaction. And then just end the video? Just say all the titles and just call it a good? No. Oh. No, we I did I, no, my reaction is I have not seen it, so I, you know, I, I'd love to, st I'd love to watch it, but I'm glad that it's in your top ten. Oh yeah, I just, I wasn't expecting a dead silence after a top ten. I did. Um, I, I went. No, I went, he mm. did react. Yeah, he's like, ooh, a sequel. I did. Um, say that. But it's just, it's just a movie that just I thought rounded off a fantastic trilogy. Um, it's just got a lot of heartwarming moments, a lot of characters that you just grow to love and care about from the first one. Um, story's pretty simple. Another kind of like hunter escape, try and find like the dominion of the dragons and whatnot. It's just, it's just fun and happy and heartwarming. And I cried a lot. The most I've probably <laughs> ever cried during a movie. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, wow. I, I love me and how to turn your dragon. It's my least favorite of the three, but it's got my favorite, like, 20 minutes of the entire trilogy. The last act. Wow. It's amazing. Mm. Interesting. But How to Train a Dragon 3 was my number 27. Ooh. So, wow. I liked it a lot, too. I thought it was awesome. I love the trilogy. Did, I, uh, I love the first two movies, but for some reason I, you know, didn't feel obligated to see the third one. But now I'd like to, because I love to cry during films. Um, Yeah. So that's a great choice, Spencer. Why don't you give us us your uh, your number ten? Am I allowed to defer? No, no, you're not. Just give us your <laughs> fucking number yes, ten. Yes, you can defer. No, no, no. He, he can you completely. He can he can defer. That's fine. Well, no, I am. Yes, I am. He can I defer. am conducting this video. You cannot. All right. Okay. All right, fine. Oh right, no, yeah. that's fine. I'll play. I'll play by your rules. Fine. <sighs> Number 10 is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ugh. Ooh, a little Tarant Tarantino <laughs> in the top. Mm. Top 10. I watched Even it, it took one, a while to get to the point. One and a half times. Mm. And I really liked it. <laughs> I don't think... I, don't, I, I, really, I really don't think Brad Pitt one deserves and a half the times. Oscar. I don't Did think he deserves it. Did you watch the second it. half or the first half the second time? The first half. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Brad Pitt deserves the Oscar for this, but um, I'm still I still really liked it. It's just a fun, just fun Hollywood adventure from Tarantino. So I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I was ex I was like I I wanted more like what people probably have like a flaw with it as far as like the Manson family stuff, but it yeah. just it was cool that it kept the lore kind of. I agree that I wanted more. Um, yeah, yeah. It was just a unique just... fantasy take on a historic event. Exactly. I wanted more Margot Robbie, Sharon Tate, and a little bit less of the like the honestly a little bit less DiCaprio and a little bit more yeah. of the uh, the the Charles Manson stuff because like when this movie was kind of pitched like a year ago or whatever, I was like, oh my god, that sounds so cool to have this kind of play on Charles Manson, and then it's kind of like the last forty minutes, and that's about it. Yeah, but I would like to see it again. Like, I really do want to watch this again. Maybe a cut down version would be nice, but well, they're supposed yeah, to really uh, expand it. That like what they did on Netflix for Hateful Eight. Mm -hmm. I think that yeah. I think he wanted to do that for this for Hollywood. All right, that's entirely necessary for this film, but it's still really good. Like, I love Tarantino. I'll see anything he makes. So. Good choice. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead with my number ten, and I, I doubt any of you guys have this in your top. Um, excuse me. No, go ahead. Keep going. Okay, great. Um, so this this movie came out. I don't know May something like that, but it is Avengers Endgame. April. Because why not? I mean, honestly, like you can't. It's deny not this just movie the highest grossing badass, film of all awesome, time. So much fun. The highest grossing film of all time. I am box office boy, a mainstream boy. <laughs> box office boy. That's better. That's better. I'm I'm all the boys you want me to be. I'm box office Whoa. mainstream boy. You need a costume. I make. I don't care. Make me a t-shirt. I don't care. I like the movie. Like it's fine. Um, <laughs> and I know you guys did too. Obviously, you're not gonna throw it in your top. It's my number twenty-four. Your top twenty. Great. <laughs> awesome. 
Um, I'm still talking. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, man. Tony Stark, man, I love these. You love these characters. How could you not love the movie? Especially, there's just so many scenes that were just fucking awesome. So, That's true. except Captain Marvel probably could have not been in it, but you know, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, slam, just, slam yeah, on Captain sure. Marvel. Yeah, she just kind of took to... away from the film. There was a one good scene with her, but I was just like, eh, kind of yeah. a blah character overall. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. a little okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, since uh, that was everyone's ten, I'll go to my number nine. <laughs> What? Okay, cool. No, it's a chill, whatever. Why, did that not make sense to you? That made sense to me. No, that was, I thought it was a great transition. No, I was just being an asshole. Alright. Moving on, number nine. Oh. Okay, my number nine is uh, a little movie that's just called uh, Parasite. You might have heard of it. You might have heard of it. Yeah, it's just... It's unique and it's beautifully shot and it's just weird and the dialogue is just very just goofy and the performances are just creepy and mesmerizing and it's got the scariest shot of the entire year for me. So True. yeah, Parasite. If you can just get past those subtitles, you can you can watch just about like the greatest things ever to hit the screen. Yeah. Or if John can just get past the first ten minutes. That's true. But hey, hey, hey. I watched the first hour and like 20 minutes and then I fell asleep. Okay. Two wow. nights ago. Two Long nights time ago. Then my movie to fall asleep. Were... Yeah, Changes I know. completely. I know. My okay. dad told me. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. Nice. It was spoiled. No, he didn't spoil it. He told me that shit went down, which mm. I expected. Sure. But I need to finish it. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, a a great, that's a great choice. Really good choice. Thank you. Thank you, um, everyone. Yeah. John, what's your number nine? Yeah, what's your number nine, Spencer? God damn it. Uh, it is the Peanut Butter Falcon. Ooh, I love peanut butter. <laughs> I love falcons. She's my it's favorite just... bird. I'm, Nate, Lost I'm Church. honestly shocked you haven't watched this or made it a priority to watch. It's such a feel-good movie. It's about wrestling. It's just about it's a coming-of-age story. It's, great it's in my local red box. Okay, I guess that counts. Can't you just go buy a, a you know a jar of Jif and it's like the same thing? <laughs> I just start elbow dropping it on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's essentially the movie. That's it's, my review. Oh, it's a great one. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, my number nine is a much different film. It is uh, Us, which stuck in my top ten for the whole year. This movie was badass, freaking crazy, wild, psychedelic fuckery. Um, I'd love to see it again. Lapita, damn, I you sure it's not Lapita. Oh my lord, yeah. Lapita, Laputa, Laputa Nyango <laughs> no. is just Lapita. amazing in this movie. If it came out later in the year, I feel like she might have had like a dark horse. My freaking cat, dude. John, what did you call her? I feel like she would have had like a like a dark horse like pick into getting like a best oh. actress nomination if it came out later in the year, just like uh, Tony Collette with the Hereditary. Maybe that would have been in the conversation, but Oscar's yeah, that really one good. still makes me mad. Yeah, See, I do. I really liked it when I first saw it, and then I rewatched it uh, on a plane, and I liked it a little less. That's because you watched. I still it on really the plane. liked it. It's my number seventeen, so I still really liked it, yeah, but it went down a little bit. It went it went down a little bit. That's all. But it's great. I, I think a, I like Get honestly, Out more. I also had a horrible theater experience, and I still absolutely loved it. Oh. So. Oh, like, that's good. The audience was god-awful. Anyway. Number number eight. You gotta love those audiences. All right. Um, my number eight is a little film called Fighting With My Family. Oh, shit. That's oh, high. Wow, yeah. That high. Like, like Spencer. One? Like. Uh, kind of along similar lines as far as wrestling goes with Peanut Butter Falcon. I just love WWE. I love wrestling. I grew up with it, and I knew Paige's story, so it was kind of cool just to see it brought to the big screen, and it brought it brought Florence Pugh to me, and I'm very <laughs> thankful for this movie doing that because she's amazing, and yeah, I just yeah. Like, who wouldn't want Lena Headey and Nick Frost as your, like, wrestling parents? It's just, it's awesome. Like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I'm down. I like you it are a lot. also a wrestling get... fan, so. Yeah. That's why I think you like and Peanut she's Butter just... Falcon a lot. 
Yeah, Paige is just awesome. She's just cool. So yeah, the movie is uh, yeah, lower on fighting. my list, but I very much enjoyed the movie as well. So it is my number fifty-six of the year, but that is a three and a half out of five. So I really I'll liked it. it. Yeah, I'd probably go three and a half as well. It's pretty solid film. Uh, Spencer, what's your uh, number eight? Are you sure you don't want to go? Ah, yeah, we're deferring to you. Okay. Joker. Mm. <sighs> Joker. So actually, I've seen this one twice. I rewatched it a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It holds up. It's great. It's just really well made. Joaquin is gonna win the Oscar, like easily. Like there's no there's no contest. And uh, yeah. I, I'm kind of hoping that's the only thing that wins because I kind of want some other movies to to run away with the Oscar that we might talk about a little bit later in the lists. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's a great one. It's it's worth it. Um, I agree for sure. Yeah, yeah Joker. Joker fantastic score I'm, i would be totally fine with him winning the oscar or if it won buzz picture i would not be upset with that either because it is I a very political well. film when it really comes down to it, it's a very political film it really isn't what's the difference between this and birds of prey yeah one is different in tone and one takes itself a little more seriously but it's like the same no it's no, the no, same no, shit no, it's, it's bad people doing bad things but and it's glorifying no it's just a movie no, yeah. this movie is is definitely a, a a look into people who have mental issues. Yep, it is mm-hmm. like a it's very, very dark part. look into it and how it's not recognized in society. It's very political film, so I feel like that's that's false what you just said, but that's okay. It's okay. in your top ten. Yeah, and if you eight. didn't notice that while watching it, you're missing something. That's all I'm saying. Sure. All right, Snowflake. All right, Jonathan. Let's let's oh, hear yeah. it. Let's hear it. So, Come yeah. on. My number eight is uh, a Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx film, which I don't think you guys saw. It's uh, Just no. Mercy. Just no. Mercy. No. All right, my number seven. Which is, uh, ever since I saw this trailer, man, this this movie, I was like, I gotta see that, and it it really does. It holds up, and just like the trailer said, it's 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 really 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 good. It's very emotional, very sad. Um. And the fact that this is a true story as well is just, like, friggin' unbelievable that there's the miscarriages of justice that happened in this country is pretty awful. So um, it's definitely a movie that I think is worth seeing. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll definitely uh, I'll, I'll keep that on the back burners, I think. I just... Which means you won't watch it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm sorry i didn't mean it as it was it's just because yes, i didn't did. know it's fine. no i didn't i really didn't i just meant because like i didn't know much about it and i like i've heard you mention it a couple times but i didn't know a whole lot about it but like Brie, i'll definitely Brie, keep it in mind as far as Brie Larson's good movie. movies to watch is she yeah she's great okay i'll definitely watch it then right, um cool. yeah <laughs> all right so my number <laughs> seven uh, is another sad film, just a sad little marriage story with uh, some amazing performances, and I just I really hope that Scarlett just wins an Oscar. Hmm. I really just hope she does. If it's not for this, it's for something else, but she better. She deserves it. This is her year. She's had one of the best years, and this performance just you. Can, I forget it's her sometimes, and like. Hmm. It's like it's like hard to not see Scarlett Johansson because she's like she's gorgeous, she's iconic, but like and she just melts into this mold of this mom who's going through so much crap, and it's just it's it's pretty fascinating. And Noah Baumbach handled it very well. It's a very very well done film. It didn't make yeah. actually. It's my number sixteen, so it just kind of got cut off in the in the honorable mentions, but I really liked it. I thought the performances were great, obviously. Um, everything it was nominated for, I'd agree with. Um, but I don't know. Something about it. Didn't fully love it. Hmm. And I think I like the Meyerowitz stories just a hair more. Hmm. And I have yet to see the Meyerowitz stories, but you have a heart oh. on for Adam Sandler, so... I don't okay. know. I, uh, I liked Meyerowitz story. It's my number 13. Um, but it's just, it wasn't one of those movies that I guess I connected with as well, as much, but maybe I will later in my life. Probably. Very likely. I hope um, so. But yeah, the performances were really good. That's cruel. Um, <laughs> I, was like, I was knowing going to say something. All right. It's fine. Uh, I, <laughs> I hope she wins the Oscar, man. Fuck Adam Driver though. He's not getting it. 
I was, was on great. his side the whole movie. He was great. Does, is that? Am I the villain? No. Okay. She. Was I thought she was so of, mean. Yeah, but he also wasn't really the. I know he he gave nothing know. to her, and he was just kind of like a mope. Yeah. But like, I just yeah. thought how she handled it was so blown over proportion. Like, come on, yeah, but women, like, but, give the but, dude a break. Power. <laughs> I know, man. I know it was mainly really, Laura Dern just... convincing her, but yeah. Yeah, and if she wins the Oscar, I'm probably gonna turn the TV off because she didn't supposedly she's movie. going to. She should not win. All right, I John. What's so. your number seven? My number seven, we already mentioned, it is Joker. Yes, um, thank God I didn't have to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <laughs> we are, I basically already mentioned it, just such a freaking spectacle of a movie. It was, it was awesome. Lucky Interesting. Well, he'll win the Oscar. Uh, it'll probably, I think, it will also win, well, it might lose Best Hair and Makeup to 1917. But we'll see. Ooh, that bombshell's going to win that one. But, okay. Yeah. It won't. It won't. It won't All, right. It's true. All right. Well, we'll see. Mm. Twenty-four hours. That's cool. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, my number six. Do I get to say my number seven? Oh well, let's let's go. Oh yeah. Wait a I second. Thought... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. There you go. I caught you off guard. All right. Um, bastard. <laughs> vroom vroom, motherfucker. Ford v Ferrari. Number seven. Wow. Loved it. You really like that, didn't you? Well, I didn't expect to. That, I think that's why it's so high. It's because I thought it was like, eh. Like, I had no interest to see it. I think I saw it like three weeks late. But... I forgot to put it in my list. Oh, you did see it? Yeah, I did, I did see, see it. it. Yeah. Um, I just, I, th- I don't know. I just thought the acting was amazing. I thought that it was such a good theater experience. Just like mm-hmm. the sound design was incredible. Um, the story was interesting. I don't know. I just loved it. That was awesome. I uh, I have that movie winning for film editing. I think that it it has a very good. Is it nominated? It has to be nominated. Yeah. 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 yeah it is. It's it's well deserved for editing yeah. and sound editing. Like, it, I mean, it's because it, it was two and a half was hours really... and it flew. And it reminded me that Christian Bale was British. <laughs> is he British? I, I forgot. Oh my god, yeah. he is. You're right. I forgot. I totally forgot, and this reminded yeah. me. Yeah. No, I completely threw me for a loop. So, yeah. Nate, does that change up your list at all? Oh, it would have, yeah, quite a bit, but that's okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, number, your number six, then? So, my There's number one. six is The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just, it clicked that day. It just, the cinematography, the cool music choices, the score, the meaning behind the story. And I thought some very underrated performances Mm. and just kind of the way that they maneuvered the system and how the truth can be such a powerful thing. It's just one of those movies that just kind of, it worked at that time and I can appreciate everything about it. That was definitely one of those movies that kind of just hits you in the feels, you know? Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned that in the actual podcast when we talked about it, but it was it was a really heartwarming movie. So yeah, it was just I, I like that movie. I like I liked it a lot. All yeah, right. no, that's a, that's definitely a good pick. That's your number six. Yeah, number number six. And John, uh, what's yeah. your number six? Uh, my number six is no, be a movie. Oh, I I don't mind. I don't mind. That's okay. Um, with a a, a great cast of characters aside from maybe one that i could care less about but it was little women with florence Pugh, sarsha ronan and uh, sarsha sarsha s s o a no just no just move on keep going and emma watson um oh and timothy chalamet you can't forget him but i just these are some of the best actors working today maybe minus emma watson she just kind of was there but uh, I just I just love watching these performances, especially Florence Pugh was just so up and coming this year. I would love if she just like snagged that Oscar, but she won't. She um, won't. She won't. I think Sarsha has a solid chance. I really, really do. I think she could. She could. If if Olivia Cook can get it, what's her name? Coleman. Coleman. Fuck man. My God. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been a while. Uh, I think mm. I think Sarsha could grab it. 
but I I I was uh, very emotionally connected to this film. I really liked it, even though it's been made like twelve times. Thirteen. Mm. Thank you, Spencer. What's your number six? It's one that's already been mentioned. Hmm. And that would be Parasite. Hmm. I saw this back in September, way before any of the hype like really kicked in for it. I think it had like the Cannes Film Festival hype, and then uh, some other people were talking about it. And then, so I saw it kind of early, and so I was fully on board with that hype train. And then it's mm-hmm. like at this point, like John, you haven't seen it. Like it honestly scares me a little bit, but it's still widely loved by like anyone that watches it just because of how unique it is, how original it is. It's just something you really haven't seen before. Um, and so that's why it's being talked about this much. It's why I think it might literally win best picture. Uh, so it's a phenomenal movie. It's really well done. And this is one I've been really wanting to rewatch just because just to see it with different eyes. I think it's got a stronger chance as any other foreign film that could have been nominated the past. Well, Roma, years. La- I think Roma was last year. That one, everyone was like, that could win. Mm. I don't know. And I feel like this one book. did something right. Yeah, I mean, I'm Roma hoping. was literally just a woman sweeping a floor the whole time. So I think this one has a much better chance than winning at winning over that one. But you know. Um, I, I did see the first hour and a half and I realized that doesn't really mean anything cause I guess shit goes down in the end, but I thought it was good. I don't know if it's best picture worthy, but it was good so far. Parasite. Parasite. Crazy. Yeah. Still has one of the scariest shots for me. Um, okay. Uh, top five. Now, now I'm in the top five and what a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh, that's my number five. That was just a happy movie, but a sad movie, but like a sad, happy movie. It was just Mm. great. And Tom Hanks just played this role perfectly. He was born for it. And he's just you get lost in him and you forget that it's Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers. But it's nice having an outside story about this guy and his father and his family and the struggles and the bond that he he builds with Mr. Rogers, and it's kind of cool. I kind of like it, so that's my number five. I'll go ahead and just call out my number five, too, because it's my number four, but um, I absolutely loved Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I just, I was always, I was looking forward to it the whole year, and Tom Hanks is just, just so wonderful in the role. Um, and it was heartwarming, and he doesn't even end up being the main character in the movie, but I, I didn't mind that. He was, uh, it was really good. Really good it's Tom Hanks. He's Tom Hanks. I, I apologize for being that guy, but it's it's my number forty. Out of one hundred and fifteen, I said it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's a three, three out of five. That's rough, man. Because I don't, yeah. I don't know. I feel like you, you watch some movies that are supposed to be like, like feel good films, and you just hate on them. No. It's it all comes down to is how it made me feel, and this one, like there wasn't any. It was about. It wasn't even about him. Yeah, that it doesn't need to be about him. It's about it his. It's about the cynic, and he was hardly in the movie. He was not hardly in the movie. He was in it for. It felt like a, it. A, I mean, a, he's a supporting a significant role. Of time. I don't know. I just wanted more of him, and I thought the documentary did it a little bit better. It gave me more of the feels that I was kind of thinking I was going to get out of this one. Um, mm-hmm. But I know, I'm in the minority. I know a lot of people loved it. It's got like a 98%. Um, it was. But for him, yeah. it was marketed around him. He's on the poster. It's yeah, after maybe it show. was a little bit misleading because who knows who this other actor is. I've never seen him before. Well, I just thought he was just such a bland, boring character. And he was just so annoying the whole movie. I just wanted more from it. I don't know. I'm, I apologize for being that guy because I know you guys loved it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, take, I, just, I, I wanted no something a little more from it. That's all. I take no offense. I did love the, the tiny miniatures they did for transitions. Oh, yeah. I love that, that, that touch. Adorable. That, that was, was great. Plain, 
Every time the plane landed, I laughed. It was so cute. Yeah, <laughs> or just on the bridges and the cars driving. I, yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. stuff. That, yeah, I, like, I could have seen a whole movie like that. My dad loved it because he grew up with Mr. Rogers. So seeing it with him, maybe that made me like it more. Because nice. I never watched it. it. Was it was right before our time because we were millennials? But anyways, I still watched uh, it. It was it was still on reruns. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 It's true. Fact. Anyway. All right. Um, Spencer, is it your number five? Yeah, I think so. Although I think John switched his. Did you switch yours and made the Rogers one five? Yeah. So that's my number five now. Okay. Uh, this one is one you guys haven't seen. Art of Self Defense. Uh. uh yeah. This is one of the most darkest comedies you can go. <laughs> and I just it was just the type of humor I love. It was just hilarious. I couldn't believe what was happening throughout this movie. Yeah, you, you've talked about it a I lot. Have, and I know. And that's why I don't I feel like I'm a broken record cuz I told you guys to watch it so many times. Um but it's <laughs> just it's on Hulu, so you guys easily could and anyone listening who haven't heard of it. It's it's just a funny luck. dark movie. Uh, and you have just, just no idea Eisenberg. how much it escalates to the point of insanity, and it's just hilarious every step of the way. Um, and yeah, it was I'll just it, it was the, unique, uh... it was original. Jesse Eisenberg reminded me of you guys and me, so I just really enjoyed it. Actually, you know what Spencer told me to imagine yourself. Well, basically, yeah, like to look at yourself and see this movie. It's kind of. It's about it's toxic like masculinity. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's on my back burner right now. I do want to check it out. That'll do it. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. So my number, number four. four. My number four is Little Monsters. Oh, Damn. Those are wow, five that's years. high. Just an enjoyable film. Just Lupita Nyong'o just being sweet and beautiful and kind and whooping zombie ass and just funny one-liners and it just it was like probably the biggest surprise of the year and it was a surprise. It was just definitely. It was I one was of our podcasts, so you guys could actually listen to our full review of yeah. that, um on our but, channel. But yeah, it's it's a hilarious movie. Yeah, and just good, a nice, refreshing take on the zombie genre. I, I'm always a fan of that. Yeah, Dak Dak Shepard was great in it too. The guy yeah. that looks like oh, Dak yeah. Shepard. Yeah, yeah, Dak Dak <laughs> Shepard was awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. All right, John. My number four was the Taika Waititi film taking place in Nazi Germany with Scarlett Johansson and Hitler, Jojo Rabbit. Um, Jojo. Jojo mm. Rabbit, man. This film was dope. I really, like, I saw it, and I, I planned to go see it in theaters, and it was awesome. This political satire was just, it was, it was ballsy, it was hilarious, it was beautiful, it was heartwarming. It was pretty much everything I needed to be. It was just kind of cool to see this, uh, this kid with Hitler as an imaginary friend. He's just, he's kind of grown up to believe that being a Nazi is, you know, what all men should be, and then he falls in love with this little Jewish girl. So, it was... It was an interesting dynamic, but it worked really well. Do you so. think he falls in love with her, or does he? Do you think that he just kind of understands humanity? I think he falls in love with her. Maybe a combination of both. But I'd have to see it again because I don't remember. That's why I'm actually asking. Because I also, I also just... kind of could see how maybe he was just learning that people are can be good as well, and it's choice. I don't know. I could be wrong. I think maybe he does. Of, love I think her. he definitely has all feelings up to for interpretation. Her. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I love the I, scene. I just have to see it again. I, the scene when they just keep saying Hail Hitler is just amazing. There's just so <laughs> much comedy in this film and so well, much yeah. I mean, there's a reason it won Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah. yeah it's, that's true. it's it, I think it's groundbreaking, like, and at the same time, it's, it, you know, it's really good. So I really hope it wins now because the Oscars are tomorrow and I kind of put that out there. So if I go back and listen to this and it didn't win Best Adapted Screenplay, I'm going to feel like an idiot. But uh, yeah. Did I pick it that? Will. Adapted Screenplay. Yeah, I picked JoJo. I think it should win. I, did yeah, as well. I think it is going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. All right, Spencer, your number four. Mm, I don't think you gave your number four yet. I did. I was Little Monsters. Oh, that's right. That little cute little movie. Um, Knives Out. 
Mm, I saw this. I saw it twice in theaters. So I mean, I liked it enough to see it again. I just thought it was a dope ensemble. Daniel Craig was hilarious. Anna Dinarmas was great as Marta. Um, it kept me guessing. It had twists and turns. I saw it two weeks early, so that helped with it because there wasn't much. I didn't see much marketing footage from it. I just kind of knew it was a who done it, and. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I just thought it was awesome. It was original. It was fun. And I can't wait to see the sequel. It's going to be an all-new cast, new mystery, but Daniel Craig is going to be investigated. Shit, I forgot they were even doing <laughs> that. But yeah, Knives Out was pretty awesome. I, I think that I didn't like it quite as much as you. I just think the movie was hyped a little bit too much, so I may have been slightly underwhelmed, but I did really, really like it. It was it was a very... Yeah. It's a movie that you don't get every day. These whodunits just... When they are made, it's usually not very good. Like, uh, was that Murder on Orient Express was very underwhelming. It was um, it was underwhelming, but it was gorgeous to look at. Which one? Cinem- cinematography on was Express? amazing. Yeah, more, that one. Yeah, I just hated the ending. I really was like, oh, really? Yeah, it was it wasn't great, but yeah. yeah. But this one was was a really fun movie. So, so yes, yeah. yeah, that was my number four. Awesome. All right. Well, my number three, I've already been talked about, is Joker. Mm. What else can we say? Joaquin's gonna win, and this movie's getting a lot of praise. Um, definitely controversial. Um, but just Todd Phillips did an excellent job bringing out the best of Joaquin, bringing out his inner Joker, and it was just interesting and unique take on the city, and just seeing what what one person will do for a little bit of attention. Mm. Yeah, so, Joker. Joker was incredible. <laughs> it is. Uh, incredible film. Yeah, that was your number three or number two, sorry? Three. Number three. Number three, yes. Yeah, uh, my number three is a movie that is uh, supposedly to look like all one take, made by Sam Mendes. It is 1917. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a sucker for war films, so this one, I, I pretty much knew I was gonna like it. And gimmicks. I'm not surprised. It was it was really incredible. The cinematography is unbelievable. It's Roger Deakins. So what what really do you expect? Um, it reminded me of Dunkirk a little bit, just because like you don't really get to know the characters all that much. But it is mm-hmm. kind of a slice of life out of a out of a you know, a certain aspect of war. It's, it, it takes place in real time, which you never see that in movies. Um, so that was really cool. And the tension is high the entire time. It's like they get this mission and then boom, you get right into it. Um, mm-hmm. But it was really spectacular. It's a feat in filmmaking and I was really blown away. Um, I might have a few nitpicks, but it, it was a really, really good movie. So, and it'll probably, it's very likely to win Best Picture just because of the achievement that they were able to create. So, yeah. I still gotta see it. Yeah, it's it's worth seeing, man. Yeah, I mean, of all movies to see, you really should see it. So, yeah, for well, sure. We shall see. Uh, my number three is one that we've all watched quite recently. It's called Waves. 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 Ooh, I've seen yeah. this twice. Oh, yeah. Wow, seriously? Kind of yep. a longer movie, isn't it? I know. No, actually, I'm not. I watched it at like over a weekend, I think, and then I kept thinking about it throughout the that week, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna watch it again, and I did. And I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic. And I love the music. I love the how aggressive the camera movement is. Uh, it's mm. it's edited really well. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of Place Beyond the Pines. I don't want to spoil had- anything. I wrote that down too. That's weird. <laughs> well, it, yep. and just how it's structured. Um, yeah. And I thought the acting was phenomenal by everybody. Kelvin Harrison Jr., uh, Sterling K. Brown, everybody. The daughter, mm-hmm. I don't know her name. Lucas Hedges pops in. And I thought he was going to be like Randomly. a shooter. And yeah. I'm going to be like, oh God, are they really going to go this dark for the second half? And it turns into something like really <laughs> beautiful. So I just, I yeah. loved it. I thought it was just emotional. It had good characters. It was unique it was a different version of a coming of age high school movie uh and it's not afraid to go to places that is uh pretty dark but um very dark very trippy it was just a very you just 
you were me- I was mesmerized by the whole movie, the cinematography, the music, the editing, the acting. It was just kind of everything I love in in the movie. So that's why it's so high. Oh, yeah. That's why I watch it twice. I nice. Need, I need to watch it again. I'm gonna hold off on my thoughts on this one. For now. It's one I'd buy on Blu-ray, which I haven't bought a Blu-ray in like a year and a half. But yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't buy a lot of these movies that came out this year. I loved them, but I haven't bought any of them, and I usually do. But this is one that I easily would buy. Mm-hmm. I'd, yeah, I'd buy my some that I would buy out of these, but yeah. maybe not all of them. Yeah, it's hard for me to actually buy a movie these days, but I, I'm, yeah, I would agree with you on that one. Yeah. Um, my number. All right. We're on three. That was your number three. That was my number three. All right. So I'm on eight. number two. Numero yeah. dos. Let's go. Numero dos is Sir Jojo Rabbit. Ooh. Oh, wonderful. It's just. It was just funny, one of the best theater experiences, because it was just me and one other guy, and it was just heart, yeah, it was just heartwarming, and just a lot of goofy things happening, and a lot of unexpected characters, like the guy who plays Theon Greyjoy, what's his name, like Alfie something? Alfie, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, him and, like, Sam Rockwell's weird relationship, um... Rebel Wilson telling kids to go hug Americans with dynamite, like it's just a bunch of <laughs> yeah. a bunch of just funny stuff, and then just like probably the most shocking moment of the year for me, and like once I noticed what was going on, but uh, yeah, it was just funny and it just worked, and the final sequence is just pleasant and just what you needed at that moment. So yeah. that's Jojo Rabbit as my number two. Yeah, no, it's. It's a great movie, and that is why it's my number two as well. I just, I thought it was hilarious. I thought, I just, anything Taika Waititi does, I'm there for. I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got my attention and yeah. my curiosity. It's just, <laughs> I love this movie so much. I'm it, with you. It was, it was heartwarming. <laughs> it was, the first 20 minutes, I was like, am I going to like this? Because it was like, yeah, it really went there in terms of like the Nazi humor. I'm like, ooh, this is like. I honestly felt like a little uncomfortable because I, I was in, unlike you, Nate, I was in a packed theater, so like I was with a lot of people, and I was they with were... work work friends. <laughs> so like, oh, okay, I... that's yeah, that's another one. Especially if you like yeah. suggested it, and it's like, but then but then it finds yeah. its footing. You understand you then you start to sympathize with it, and you start to understand it, and you you start rolling with the laughs, and it's it's great. It's just a really well done movie, and um, it is. I loved it. Yeah. Number number two. I'd love to see I, a Scar I, Joe I, Oscar for that. My, honestly, all the movies in my top four to five, I would check out. I need to watch them again. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Who's is it John's yeah. number two? I'll jump into my number two, which is a movie that I finally forced myself to sit down and watch. Um, it is The Irishman. Damn. With oh, Hero, Joe Pesci, just you know. Freaking Al Pacino, it was incredible, man. It really was. Just just seeing this story kind of just develop throughout this entire movie. It was one of those epic films that you just kind of have to sit down and take it all in. It it develops really slowly, but goddamn. And I've always been kind of interested in the Jimmy Hoffa storyline. Like, who knows? Maybe Scorsese has some some people that were in the mob. Maybe there is some. Well, it's based on it's based on a book. I heard you painted houses. <laughs> I, but there's definitely the people line. that people that know the fate of Jimmy Hoffa. Like, did you guys really? Um, do you know of about course. that? Like the kind of the myths behind his death and stuff well, like I, that. Well, I knew or... that they, they they he went missing and they never found the body and obviously his involvement with the mob and I mean yeah, I'm sure, there, yeah there was warning signs everywhere. But I could imagine yeah. there's definitely a much simpler explanation to what actually happened to him but people are so shady in the mob that you'll never find out like but it this performances are amazing it's just one of those scorsese epics that i think everyone needs to sit down and watch i i really really liked it i was yeah. i really liked it a lot yeah so. yeah I, I i i thought it was good too i did think there was a good like 45 minute period that kind of dragged um and it's just, I don't know, I find movies like this to be kind of, they're, they're just kind of asking for attention, because it's three hour, three and a half hours long, and 
I, I don't know. I just, it didn't hit me like it did with a lot of other people. It's just, it's a good movie. I enjoyed yeah. it. It had some decent performances. Maybe it's those my are number the 11. Okay, so that's up there. So it just missed my top 10. No, I, I mean, I saw it in theaters as well, and uh, oh, I, I, I want to say I didn't feel the length, but I did. And it was only in the period, I don't want to really spoil it, but it's only like after the Jimmy Hoffa storyline is when I started mm-hmm. to feel the length. I'm like, because I thought it was going to end right around there, and then it went for another 35 minutes. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There were, now I there were some points but where I, still I, where really I was like, it, it could. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I'm okay. with you on that. There were some points where it could have ended and then it went on for another 40 minutes, but like, I did not dislike But you saw things. it on Netflix, so like, you had the opportunity to just pause I it or something. I went straight through. I don't think that's I paused good. it once. Well, that's yeah. good then. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know. I saw it in like a art house theater. Same with Nate. The seating wasn't too comfortable, yeah. but. It's just, I saw it at Bangalore. I still really enjoyed it. It, sh- it could have been three hours. Like it still would have been really good. But you know, it was it was it's Martin Scorsese at is just doing what he does best, and that's mm. telling a mob I think story. That, uh, that that yeah exactly. And like I think that fourth, I guess if you want to call it the fourth act, but with De Niro, that was it needed to happen because his oh, character of course. kind yeah, of yeah. needed that resolution. So I'm yeah. not upset that they added that toward the end. Yeah, uh, but no, yeah. it's good. Yeah. It's definitely really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah number uh, so one. Number the best oh. movie of 2019. You gave your number the two? The final yes. one. No, sorry. I was just trying to hype it up. What What, what do you say? Oh. Who's, who's talking? Is it me? It, Nate, you are going to reveal first. Yeah, I just I was know. trying to hype up yeah. the fact okay. that we're on the number one movie of the year. That's all. Okay. All well, right. my number one film of the year is Knives Out. Oh, shit. That's why you were so quiet. I was like, yeah, am I the only I one just... that likes this this much? <laughs> okay. Oh, well, no. Just, it was just... It was unique, and I had a lot of fun with it, because I like movies that make you think, and this one just had like the fun element to it. Mm-hmm. And all the characters were like threatening, but in like a real campy sort of way. True. Like, I would be intimidated by Michael Shannon, but then he'd start limping, and I'm like, oh, maybe not as much. Um, and this just kind of furthered my crush on Tony Collette, because I just think she's gorgeous, um, especially in this. Um, Ana de Armas has just hooked me with her performance in this, and Daniel Craig is just... This is his new franchise, He's having so I much think. fun. Yeah, and I'm glad he is, because he just got to smoke cigars and to speak in his own accent. I, <laughs> I was just I was, I was, was just very happy with it, and it had a nice twist. Um, it had a lot of turns and everything, and it just had a lot of laughs that I thought was... It was the movie that I could watch right now and enjoy the most. Yeah. yeah I think a big reason why we like it so much is because one. we love Clue so much. <laughs> Oh it my just, god! It was just kind of like a ever. updated version of Clue that took itself a little more seriously, obviously, but it just it, fam- it, it reminded me of like viewer. that much like that kind of fun while watching a movie. And I needed that, yeah. and it was just I was gonna go see Ford v Ferrari that day, but I was like, you know what, I'm feeling Knives Out instead. And, and honestly, you couldn't go wrong with either pick. Yeah. But yeah, so Knives Out, that is my number one of 2019, beating the previous, the favorite. Rock Ooh, on. I think that's a yeah. great, that, that movie was pretty much made for you, Nate. Like, that that movie was perfect. So what, I, the favorite? No, fucking <laughs> Knives Out. <laughs> yeah, I know, I, yeah, I know, I'm just being yeah. weird, but yeah, Knives Out, that's me. Okay, John, it's you. Alright, uh, and I think this... Number one, I already know what it is, it's... Yeah, I already said it. This one is just, it's one of those movies, every year I look for a movie that can actually just, like, kind of grab at my heartstrings, and it's something that I can, like, truly relate to. Um, maybe not every every element of this movie, but it reminded me so much of Place Beyond the Pines, Spectacular Now, just these movies that over the years I've really just connected to. Um, so that's Waves, man. It was just... Oh. Just such a, a sad... Waves. Upsetting heartwarming heartbreaking film at the same time it's just 
it's one of those real movies. You see people go through these tragedies, and you can really connect to it. Um, mm-hmm. So I, and I really did like the element where it kind of does take a take a turn onto something else uh, about you know maybe after the first act or so. And I thought I wouldn't mm-hmm. like that, but then I really just kind of fell in love with where the movie was going. So I really do need to check this one out again. But it was yeah. just just a wonderful movie, and it and it takes over uh, last year's A Star Is Born. So there you go. <laughs> I was I like the map. What's that? That was your favorite of last year, Star Is Born. Yes, I fucking love that movie. I've seen it four times. Wow, mm, interesting. Hmm. Okay, well, uh, yeah, that's uh, waves. I like the matching. Uh, rotating shots in the car oh my god yeah how yeah, metaphorical they were yeah mm-hmm. wait all right hold on before before we we move on entirely did you know the meaning behind all that stuff what no why the camera was rotating that way like how it opens up and it's uh um in like a, in a 360 it just keeps going and going and going around is this the opening scene? Yeah, when they're driving across the bridge, him and his girlfriend, uh, they're like listening to music and they're like singing along, and the camera's just spinning around and around and around. I would not remember uh, that. Mm-hmm. I, I assume it's because thing life comes in waves. True, that is one way to think about it. But the real reason, and this this is be interesting, so bear with me. In the first half, spoilers. Tyler's story, the aspect ratio condenses and it shrinks smaller and smaller until finally Tyler and his family are reduced within a square. And it's only when the story uh, passes from Tyler to the sister, Emily, midway through that the aspect ratio grows with each sequence until Emily and her family are framed within a full screen aspect ratio. So so it's interesting because when you first meet Tyler sitting with his girlfriend as he drives, the aspect ratio is full screen before it begins to slim down. And it's at the very end when Emily and her boyfriend sing together as she drives... Uh, when the aspect ratio spreads back to the full screen, bringing the story to a full circle. Damn. Yeah, I hadn't realized what they were doing with that, but I did notice the changes in the aspect ratio. That's really okay. cool. I did too. I noticed it about halfway through. I was like, oh, that's that's. Odd. I thought so it because because I, was... I think I torrented this movie, so I thought it was something wrong with the torrent at first. But uh, yeah, that makes sense. I nope. did too. <laughs> it's because the story is going in a full circle. That's all. Nice. Crazy. And I love stories Whoa, cool. like that. That's my number one. Arrival was my number one in 2016. Ended with the same shot. Do you guys just want to list your number ones of the rest of the year? I can wait. Sure, okay. I can keep going if you want. Sure. Yeah, what was your number one of 2011? Was it Drive? Because uh, that was mine. Was it Take Shelter? That's another good I, one. Okay, we, can, we don't have to do this. Okay, thank you. Fine. So my number one <laughs> is a movie that only, I think, John has seen. Nate has not. It's one that I've seen three times in theaters. Not sorry, not in theaters, but I saw it three times in total. Uncut gems. Ugh. I just had s- this movie gave me so much fucking anxiety, and that doesn't happen to me a lot. Mm. I'm usually just like sitting back and I watch a movie. Then it goes out, it goes, comes in, goes out, and I don't think about it much. This didn't leave my mind for four or five weeks. I was like, how in the world did this give me this much anxiety to the point where, like, in the middle of the movie, I'm like, did I not respond to that email? Or, like, did I, like, <laughs> I was starting to, like, think about my own life and, like, what I, like, have screwed up. Like, it yeah. literally got so under my skin and it just hooked me from beginning to end from the second the camera enters his rectum during his colonoscopy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Jesus this Christ. is just... Oh, I... I didn't know anything like that. <laughs> it's just the first five seconds. He's getting a colonoscopy. Uh, yeah. But it's like, oh my happen. god. Like, this is just... It's just so much anxiety. And just it, it made me feel sick to my stomach. So I'm like, I gotta see this hmm. again. And then it made me feel the exact same way the second time. <laughs> and then I saw it for hmm, a third time. And then finally I was like, alright, I'm just gonna watch it for the story. And Adam Sandler is just fucking amazing. Just unbelievable. Oh my god. And that's why the film bothered me. I this just I I the, what you see no, as a sure. as a positive I see as a fault, but 
his performance was absolutely incredible. His Kevin Garnett, who I, I don't think he's ever going to be in a movie again, was but he was, was amazing fantastic playing himself. <laughs> like, really, really that. good. What is it with <laughs> basketball players and just being really great in movies? Like I don't understand that. It's because they're used to just being themselves. Yeah, I guess they're, they're just celebrities, so they can just kind of do it. Yeah, they're acting all the time. They were great. I mean, I, I can't believe Adam Sandler has a role like this. It is really good. I just could not. And it's I guess it's not a fault with the film. It's just what they went for because this film is full of anxiety. That is the whole like the story elements. Adam Sandler's character. That is what's happening. So like I it's Safety Brothers though. Was... I mean, you've seen Good Time, right? No. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Nate's seen it. Yes. If you've seen Good Time, you know exactly what you're going to get yourself into. The Good Time is another mm-hmm. just anxiety-inducing movie. Yeah. But With drugs. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. But no. But no, I mean, I've definitely been wanting to see Uncut Gems, because I've just heard it's the, just nonstop. The audience gave it a 52%. It the critics gave it a 92 It's just... It, it's, it's, it's supposed to invoke this feeling from you that... Mm-hmm. is not mm-hmm. pleasant to a lot of people anxiety but for some yeah. reason i'm just like if because a lot of people are pussies when i think about it, of it as like a movie <laughs> and entertainment like purposes i mean like what that was able to make yeah. me feel it was just like it was unlike any other movie of the year that's why it's number one i mean i'm sure there's plenty of other movies on my list that i would definitely watch again over this one right now but i gotta give for credit where safety brothers due. it's it's just anxiety people, inducing cinema like whiplash people that don't normally experience that watching films or just in general and this film was able to do that it definitely did its job yep so <laughs> josh and benny safty they made another good one there you go definitely. adam sandler's amazing and he was 100 percent snubbed even though jonathan price gave an incredible performance it's fine his performance was great yes it yeah. was and i can't yeah, take that I out except none of us talked about it so hmm, wasn't really that good who knows we'll never know well, so, he got an Oscar nomination, and he won't, we won't. He won't so. win. Well, yeah. that's I guess to that be fair, though, that. he had never gotten a nomination in how many years has he been acting for? Like, he's like 97 years old, I think. <laughs> he's not 97. But... No, he's not. <laughs> okay. He's up there. Hold on. Sorry. No, Before no. we go, though. Anyways. Uh, One disappointing. Glad you guys stuck along with us through that, but we are going to end this on a lesser note with our... Uh, you know, disappointing film of the year, stinker of the year, worst film of the year, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm not necessarily going worse. I'm just going to go with one that I thought could have been so much better. (laughs) But same Nate, I want you to go. What? Oh, okay. Velvet Buzzsaw was mine (laughs) just because I thought Nightcrawler was amazing. And I just thought this was shite. Yep. I'd agree with with a great cast, but just, it, it it looked like can I say a polished turd? <laughs> yes. Sure. Why wouldn't it, it it aesthetically looked great, but the movie just was like lifeless. Okay. Mm. If you know what I mean, like it looked all modern and I know what you mean, Chosen. Psychedelic, but it was just kind of unique. But that's kinda how I felt very... about again or uh, with Mandy last year. Like, yeah. It was very weird and crazy and like critics liked it or whatever but i just couldn't really enjoy it. i really liked mandy that's like yeah just I've, wait till I've you watch color out of space one. yeah yeah um, yeah that's, that's a movie so, all right <laughs> i guess i'll go with my right. kind of disappointing film of the year was uh teen spirit <laughs> <laughs> well elf fanning i just got an elf fanning thing and she was okay but the movie was just stupid like it was literally just a a lesser version of America's Got Talent and like she was less talented than the other individuals and still found a way to win just because she was the main character it was just kind of lame honestly I still listen Elle to Fanning man <laughs> yeah she, I, I love Elle Fanning but like why this movie didn't really need to happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was just kind of a blob nothing film so I never got past Someone 10 minutes of that. it but yeah. um I yeah, I don't know. It got uh, decent yeah. reviews, I think. But, like, do, do you really have high expectations? Stinker. <sighs> if you're there. I think we've all seen this. I feel like he's not there. I don't know Can you not hear me? Spencer. Hello? What are you guys talking about? Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, can you hear Is me? Is he there? 
I've been here the entire time. Oh, I can't hear Spencer. Nate, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Oops. Nate, can you hear me still? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'd say my most disappointing of the year. It's one that we've all seen. And it makes this cut for a very specific reason for me. And that would be Glass. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. I love Unbreakable so much. It's one of my like favorite M. Night Shyamalan movies. Just I love the story. I loved how grounded it was. I love the twists and turns in it. I love the music, the performances. And then this one comes out. And it just it it just taints everything. For me, at least. I mean, I liked what they did with Split, and I liked how they tied it in. That was cool. That that gave us a lot of anticipation for this. And what was delivered just wasn't quality for me. Hmm. It was just... I don't know. It, it, I think my it focused too much in, in, the, uh, in, the, in like the therapy sessions. Like, I just wanted more of an adventure. And more of a, of a, like a detective storyline of this Bruce Willis character who is hyped up to be this awesome guy and it's just like this is what mm-hmm. we get from him like okay like it, it is M. Night Shyamalan's yeah. baby it's his story it's his universe whatever I just it wasn't for me especially because I loved Unbreakable so much yeah and I think that yeah when it's off par like that with a movie that you love so much it's gonna be hard to kind of keep that like, going and I didn't have the same connection that you did so yeah. I actually kind of enjoyed Glass Exactly. Um, but I did think the end was more or less just kind of a little anticlimactic but fitting Yeah. I guess if that makes sense it just I can see why they did it it wasn't really a bad choice but it, I don't know I just I didn't have the same connection as you did yeah. so I, I, I had fun with it because I love Unbreakable I like Split didn't like glass so it's just yeah. at least there's unbreakable that still exists I yeah. can still watch it on its own and still love it so yeah it's all that matters I just didn't like I how think. they ended all the characters and just that's how they chose to yeah. you know conclude the storylines but oh well I'm okay with Thanks, them ending characters but in the way that they did it it was just so demoralizing like, yeah they, those just, characters like, really? deserve more justice than that like i just if he's in love with this story in love with these characters and that's how he sends them off it was just very upsetting to me but i'd because say maybe that was his version of it really good and and up until like he gets arrested and placed into the uh like um, the mental institution like him hunting right. down this this beast or something like the cheerleading girls in that like warehouse like that was yeah. all like riveting. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, this is the sequel we've wanted. But it's so hard for someone to end. Then a Sarah Paulson comes in and just looks like she has like compulsive diarrhea at any moment. And I'm just like, all right, <laughs> I guess this is yeah. where we're going. Hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it, it was definitely not his best. It definitely wasn't the village, or it definitely wasn't the visit no. or lady in the water it wasn't it terrible was, it, it just it, could, yeah. it was kind of like six it just let me down that's all yeah, yeah. no i i understand that it sucks but hopefully m night will come back Wait. with another banger well, real quick real produced, quick uh, what's it called servant hmm? so there's that. is it possible that we could just end on something that you were just surprised by that you really liked i don't want to end on glass I feel sick to my stomach. Um, right um <laughs> yeah, well, I got, uh, I got one. I, I have one as well. I could definitely talk about mm. this for a minute. Nate, I'm going to uh, let you think. I'm just going to quickly go. The one that I was the most pleasantly surprised by is ready or not. Hmm. Had so much fun. And I thought it was going to be just a throwaway horror movie, but it was just, it was smart. It was, it was entertaining. It was fun. And I really liked it. 
Yeah, I'm with you hmm. on that one. I I really really enjoyed that movie. I had it in my top ten for a while, and then I kind of came to my senses a little bit. But it's yeah. it definitely deserves to be up there. Like it was so 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 much fun, and I didn't the love the ending. Didn't love the ending personally, but I saw what they were going for, and like all right, I respect it. It was true to the tone. Yeah. Like I we've talked about this before, but yeah. it was it was it was good. For the it movie. added to the comedic moments to the movie. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, yeah. Hmm. John, you said you um, had oh, yeah. one? There you had one? Yeah, I think this one just came out of nowhere, and it is nominated for an Oscar, and uh, it is Klaus. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this one's a happy little movie. It was just so happy and fun, and it's great for kids, and it's it's just this little origin story of how Santa Claus came to be. It Different was type of story. It so, so delightful, not something you expect to see every day. I, uh, mm-hmm. I really, really liked it, so Klaus. That's a good one. Nice. Yeah. Well, my biggest surprise, I've already mentioned it in my top ten, is probably Little Monsters. True. I was surprised at how much I liked that movie and how much it kind of stuck with me. And just kind of, it took a genre of zombies that I've always liked and just kind of made it its own thing again. And I, I really enjoyed it for that, and it surprised me a lot. Nice. Lupita Nyong'o, awesome. Lupita Thank Nyong'o. You. Thank Oscar you for playing Lupita. along. Yeah. <laughs> Good. All right, then. Well, thanks for, yeah. uh, if you stuck with us this long, an hour and 11 minutes, thank you. Um, well, it's going to be know, cut down, but sure. It, yeah, not, whatever. Um, yeah, so that was that was fun. Awesome. That was our top 10 of 2019. Hopefully we come out with our, we have still been watching our weekly movies, believe it or not. It's just hard to find time to actually record. Or, you know, yeah. not have terrible audio issues and whatnot, and, you know, everything's ruined after we sit there for an hour and a half trying to get this shit done. But, you know what? That's okay. Anything you guys want to add? Life. No, I, th- I think that we pretty much covered it. It's been uh, it's been a real 2019. Um, I'm glad it's over. We'll see you guys. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. But now we're 2020, so that's okay. We'll live. We'll make it. We got hopefully. the Oscars. I saw Birds of Prey. I would check it out. It was very pleasantly surprising how fun, badass, and really good it was. So, great start to 2020. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. Rock on. All right. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Uh, we, we hope you enjoyed our uh, top 10 list of 2019. Uh, you can uh, find us at Those Movie Dudes on Twitter and Instagram, Podbean, Spotify, everywhere else you can get podcasts and stuff. Uh, and enjoy the Oscars yeah, tomorrow. You know? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. 8 p.m. Or something like that, 8 p.m. Eastern. Some shit, I don't know. Yeah, it's on TV, so yeah. just like look for it. If you don't it, have cable, then that sucks for you. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. Go yeah. to Applebee's and watch right. it. I did that a few years ago. No thanks. Okay. No. All right. All right. Toodles, everybody. Bye. Okay, everyone. Um, I tried to get through to you last time, and they caught me mid-message and i just really needed to get the word out that plan x is happening we need to get this thing rolling and i really think that if we're able to get this accomplished that it's just so many possibilities and we can really make a difference so if you guys just uh, dial the number down there and uh leave a like and a comment i'll make sure to get back to you and uh May the stars be always shining on yourselves.